Ladies and gentlemen, greetings. It's Total Spot Fest time. We got an action-packed show for you. We have new champions. We have the Diamond Mind is officially open. We have much, much more NXT review. This is Total Spot Fest. Well done, Welcome, one and all. Welcome to Total Spot Fest. I am JJ Brownlee, accompanied as I am every time by my co-host, Mr. Jamie Faulkner. Hello. And that's we... It. <laughs> that's, a, that's all you get, just a hello. Hello. Hello, hello. It, 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 has, it, has been, it has been a busy week for us at work, so uh, we're going to keep the energy going, though. So thank you for joining us. This is Total Spot Fest. Uh, this is you normally our AEW hour, and starting next Thursday, we'll get back to talking about AEW on oh, its regularly scheduled night. So it's weird because it's like, I don't know if you feel like this, Jamie, but I get off work on, on Wednesdays, and it's like I don't know what to do with myself a little bit because I'm like... It's like, well, I'm going to ride my bike and watch wrestling. Oh, wait. No, I'm going to. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no. there's hockey and NBA to keep you happy. But still, it's just like, eh, where's my AEW? Coming soon. Coming soon. So uh, we're going to talk about last night's or two nights ago's Tuesday night, excuse me, uh, NXT. So we have a bunch of stuff happening on NXT. We got some news we're going to get to. We have some local news we want to talk about for those of you here in the Kansas City area. Happy times are ahead. Happy, 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 yes. happy times. Yes. Happy, we're going to start with that here in just a second. So, um, yes. just want to say if you are, check us out on YouTube. Thank you for it. If you want to join the conversation, you can just give us a comment down below. If not, you can holler at us at Total Spot Fest. You will holler at us individually. I am at jmoney1536. He is at jfaulkner56. That is how we communicate as always like share subscribe tell your friends all the things do it that that helps us a lot the like helps and the subscribe us, help it helps us a lot quite please. a bit <laughs> and yeah and also yeah tell your friends too you know yeah pass it along you know so that's what we got so we're gonna we're gonna get right to it we don't want to take up too much time lollygagging around here so jamie let's get to the meat of the matter why don't we okay well um the meat of the matter is maki ito's got a brand new fucking shirt and it's amazing Really? I you need to send it. It literally that hot off the presses. You can't really see it on my phone. I don't even care. It's <laughs> cannot her see shit. With, with going see like shit. this. She's going like this. It says Maki Ito and then it says fuck you simp on it. Alright, we're buying we're, we're buying those shirts. I might be buying that shirt. Might so, be. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair. Um okay. So sorry, that's not really the I don't know. That's heart the, the that, that, that's a headline for you right there. It, it, <laughs> if anybody knows us, we're total simps over here from Maki Ito. So. We are simps. I think the wife's even a simp. Like we all love we all love the Maki Ito in this house. Really? Yeah. That yeah, I did she, not see coming. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, she's my <laughs> wife, so I get that. Touche. Touche. All right. Well, anyway, the official, official, official great news is our friends at Journey Pro, we have been talking about how they are coming back. They have an official date now. July 30th. Oh. Their show is going to be called 78 Weeks Later. So and good. And tickets go on sale Friday, the, uh, tomorrow. the 25th of this month. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. We are buying tickets. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, we've already decided this. We're... Uh, JJ, myself, and we're we're gonna bring the young boy Nick along, even though he doesn't want to do our show anymore because he thinks <laughs> he's too cool or something like that. Uh, but seriously, we still love him. We miss him. Yeah, um, try to be, he's trying buying, to be a rock star. Let him be. You know. Yes, but we are buying two, two extra tickets, not one, but yes, two, 
two extra tickets, and we will be giving them away to one of our lucky listeners who happens to be semi-local. If you're willing to make the trip, we'll buy the first round of, of, of your beverage because they have coffee and they also have alcoholic beverages. We'll buy at least the first round. We'll have a good old time. We'll hopefully start a chant together. It'll oh, be good. Oh, oh, we're, we're, we're starting a chance together. Don't you worry about that. Yes, and if you've never seen the besties in the world, which I hope we're going to be there, we will do everything with you. So we are hoping to get an interview we'll get with one of the owners of Journey Pro here shortly and talk about the upcoming event and uh, profess our love for the local <laughs> show. And We really want it to be back and be better than it's ever. It's going to be great. We're about five weeks out. So we're about five weeks out from it. So uh, we'll keep you updated and we'll definitely announce it on Twitter and everything so you guys know. But it's uh, just... You know, so we got we got time here, but it's going to be glorious. Jamie, what are we going to do to give these tickets away, though? Well, I figure we got we got to come up with something good, right? We got to come up with something good, and I kind of will hold it for a later conversation that we're going to have. Okay, uh, as as a possible idea, because there was something that happened actually twenty five years ago yesterday mm. that I think would be a nice little tie in. I do remember. I do remember you. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. So okay. And if you and if, if you if you're familiar with Jamie at all, you can pretty much guess what he's talking about. It's not too far of a reach. Let's be honest. It's for me. It's not at all. <laughs> it's not it, even a reach around. It's not. It's not. So it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a great time. End of July. It's gonna be kind of hot, but the. I mean, it's it's gonna be a Friday evening. In the West Bottoms, like I said, it's kind of this uh, industrial area has kind of become like a hipster, you know, re, you know, urban redevelopment sort of. Th- it's a real cool area town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right off of downtown for those of you who aren't from Kansas City. And if you're thinking about maybe you live in Wichita or you live in Jeff City or you live, you know, in Omaha, you're like, yeah, I don't know. If I want to. It's, it's super easy to get to now. <laughs> it's super easy now. to get to now. Uh, it's going to be awesome the, the place it's at is really cool i still don't know we were talking about this when the guy announced because me and jamie we took a we took about a half an hour out of work and we just geeked out um yes and we're unsure if you go to journey pro on facebook and on their twitter they have a video when, when they did the announcement of because they're coming back they were at blip roasters and they did a little walk around it's kind of hard to gauge though because it's just a it's a giant warehouse turned into like a, a, a cafe, right? Coffee shop. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to gauge how many people are going to fit in there after a ring is inside. Plus, you got the bar there. They're going to move the tables. So we're thinking between three and five hundred ish. That might be a little. I don't know. I don't know. I, I remember like at Kansas Hall, they were getting around three four hundred. At the end there. I think the highest I got was like 600 for the, the Christmas show. for Yeah, Die Hard, Die Hard Christmas is movie. a Christmas movie, which Great. it damn Great. sure is. Which is the best Christmas movie. And if you disagree with that, uh, sorry, you're wrong. Um, Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it's going to be very interesting. We are Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Jamie, since he gets up before I do, he is getting online ordering tickets for all of us. And we're going we're gonna to front the cost for two of you to join us and it's going to be yes fantastic if you haven't been to a local wrestling show by the way support local wrestling please if you're not yes. from Kansas City go to your local wrestling show there's there's local shows opening up i see them on twitter all over the place 
Oh. Yeah, like St. St. Louis has got St. Louis Anarchy, and they have Glory Pro coming mm-hmm. in there. Minnesota's got a few of them. New Breed Wrestling, semi-local. Right. There's a, there's a ton of them down in Oklahoma and Texas. Texas got a lot. They got Mission Pro, Chicago, which you need to go see. Chicago's got a lot. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. There's stuff down in Georgia. I've seen stuff down in Carolina. California eventually is going to have some. They just opened back up finally, California did. So you'll be seeing stuff in L.A. and San Diego as well. Um, And It's interesting because all we have right now is a date and a fantastic name. (laughs) <laughs> yes fantastic don't even know who's gonna be there and quite frankly i could give doesn't matter a damn we have some <laughs> we have some local guys which we which we assume are going to be there of course um yeah we talked about our our, our our you know our our favorite heel uh is <laughs> jeremy wyatt, jeremy, yes. jeremy wyatt lives in kansas city so we assume he's going to be there uh gary J lives over in st louis a lot see st louis anarchy and uh, Journey Pro actually entered into. They've always had a good working relationship, but since Journey Pro came back, they've actually entered into a partnership of sorts. Where because Journey Pro was big on Twitch, and so they brought St. Louis Anarchy in. They made the, a separate Twitch channel where they're going to stream basically, um, say Anarchy pay per views, Anarchy shows. On Twitch, mm-hmm. and they're going to yeah. do the same for like some Journey Pro stuff too. So it's Journey, is it Journey Pro to Anarchy or Anarchy to Journey Pro, something like like that on Twitch? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, um, I'm not a Twitcher. Now sure. there's another St. Louis promotion. Here's the interesting part. Here's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, that week of wrestling from Missouri is actually huge because that's on mm-hmm. Friday. On Monday, we're not going because you know our proclivity. But uh, Monday night, Monday Night Raw is returning to Kansas City. So I mean, that's at least yeah, that's. Like, good for them, sure. We're, we're not going though because it's no. terrible. <laughs> it's gone awful. But for those of those who are fans of WWE or the or the kind of like the the partials, the, the the toe dippers in the pool, good good on you. Go see more wrestling, sure. And then, but the night before that, so the twenty fifth, which is Sunday, uh, Glory Pro Wrestling, which is in St. Louis, has a show over in Soulard area. Soulard's the kind of the party spot in St. Louis, you know, it's just south of the downtown core, right? Mm-hmm. And they got a show where they have booked, they have billed. Um, the match that I saw that interests me the most is uh, one of the one of their titles for Glory Pro is held by uh, the the mocha skin manimal Rohit Raju, still the best nickname out there, still the best nickname. <laughs> it's great, it's great. <laughs> so he's defending his title against. The very nice and the very evil Danhausen. Yay! Freaking Danhausen in St. Yes. Louis. I love it. Warhorse is going to be there. He's built for it. Jake Something is going to be there. Uh, they've got Matt Flitchert. 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 Flitch. Oh wow! One of the besties. I can't. I always butcher his name. I'm terrible Flitchit. with names. Flitchit. Okay. Or Filchit. I'm, Damn it! Now you got me. I'm sorry. It's now. spreading. I'm, I'm. I apologize. I'm terrible with names. Everybody knows this, but uh, he's been billed for that. Uh, there's a, a ton of stuff, and I'm thinking in my head. Oh, and all, all ego. Ethan Page is going to be there as well. Yes, all ego. Ethan Page. I was wondering if you're just keeping that one like, in the back. I don't. Have, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just trying to all go by memory here. So uh, yeah, but yeah, that's going to be cool. Now by then, Dynamite's going to be touring again, so Ethan Page will be there and then gone probably Monday morning, right? But yeah. all those other ones, I mean, Warhorse lives in St. Louis. 
mm-hmm. Gary fucking Jay lives in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Dan, you know, Dan Howes and a Warhorse are are friends, and they have their co gimmick together. So, it's possible that that could be a preview of some of the names we might see. We don't know yet. Like I said, there's been no announcement of any card for Journey Journey Pro whatsoever. We're just we're just playing fantasy booker right now, based on what's going on. We totally are, and <laughs> like so, a few of the hits I would love to see there. To your point. I would love to see Dan Howes and a Warhorse oh, like together yes. going against the besties. I think that would be great. I'll go against anybody. I don't give a shit who it is. Just, yeah, I don't I even care. See. Uh, I want to see Lainey Luck because I love to oh, see Lainey she's, Luck. She's great. She's, she's a great independent wrestler. If you don't know who Lainey Luck is, she's on Ring of Honor lately. So that's mm-hmm. been really good mm-hmm. for her. So I'm glad to see that she's yep. up there. Dak Draper is another one who, who's oh, I'd love to see a Dak. homegrown guy. Um, he okay. might be able to to make an appearance. That'd be pretty kick ass. Yeah, he doesn't live in uh, Denver anymore. He moved in with his girlfriend, uh, Quinn McCarthy. Maryland. He lives in Maryland. Yeah, they, they, I thought it was Virginia. It's out east. Uh, yeah. Well, he, they met each other in Kansas City at NWL. They did. I know that because she was just like training at the time. I don't know if she's from around here, but he's no. She's from Maryland area. She's from Maryland. Well, I know Dax from Colorado. Uh, he's from Denver area. And the Mile High Magnum. Mile High Magnum. That's why he is called Mile High Magnum. Yeah. Dak is fantastic. I love me some Dak Draper. He's he he it's like I got super amped for him when he came out one time because everybody because he returned and I I remember seeing him in NWL. So I'm like, this guy fucking awesome. And everyone's kind of like, we don't know who that is necessarily. And then and by the end of the match, everybody loved him, right? But I got yeah. super amped and we were this is because we used to do this thing when they were at Kansas Hall. Jamie and I like to get the tickets where we'd stand by the fucking uh entrance ramp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So so he so he came back out later and it's like and it's like and he kept going to me yeah he's my buddy you know we became, became buddies and then we kind of broed out after the show is all he st- he doesn't remember me for shit I guarantee you if you saw me again but I had, I had a night where it's like I feel somewhat important because Dak Draper remembered me this is nice yeah and then the last one I would really like to see of the locals for sure is Hoodie Hallett. Oh, just yes. because of the last way that ended last time, man, oh. want me some Hoodie Hallett. I, now, if they got some national talent, that's another mm-hmm. thing. But Hoodie Hallett, man. Well, Hoodie's been, he's been in Ring of Honor lately, too. Oh, he has? Yes, he has. He has. I know he has. I don't know if it's, I don't know if he's, it's just appearance or extra work or what, but he has been in some stuff. I seen Quinn actually tweet out at a Ring of Honor show where he was there. And he was, so. Who knows? Who knows? He's been wrestling for a while. Um, not he's not like super old, but he's just he's been through all like all this all the all the big big circuits, right? He's been through you know he was at circuit. He went through circus, I think, at one point in time, and mm-hmm. he was out in, in different California promos and stuff. So he people know he knows people. So that'd be awesome to see. I gotta see me some Gary J though. Oh yeah, Gary J. And Wyatt going, Jeremy Wyatt going at one uh, more time. Well, they're they're going for at Anarchy's next uh, pay per view. They're they're going for the Gateway Title. It's about time for him to drop it. And it's Gary J's the guy who needs almost it. three years. <laughs> yeah, hey Bruno San Martino, right? Wants his gimmick back. Uh, well, we yeah, s- okay. Well, it, yeah, we, we'll, anyway. we'll we'll see. Like I said, we'll see when it comes up. We're just fancy booking right now. Lots of possibilities the the bottom line is it doesn't matter who's on the card 
because it's gonna be it's gonna be fun time. It's gonna be a great time, and we're gonna see all the people that we are familiar with because there's like this mm. this group of people that we, none of us know each other's names or a few few people do, but we all know yeah. each other as in as you know Journey Pro people. Yeah, like I was <laughs> friends of Dallas Cade's dad. Like, I, like him and I started talking. I know. And then we started becoming buddies. It's like every time we see each other, hey, what's up? And then like, it's about it. You know, I, like, that's literally that's literally it. There was that, there was that one. Uh, there was one chick uh, uh, that always sat up front there. I think she's the Asian mm-hmm. Asian girl that she just yeah yeah. yeah. It's like you see her randomly, but yeah, I know who that is. And it's just that that's it. You know, it's just like, but yeah. So it'd be, it'd be cool to see our Journey Pro fans. So. Um, We'll keep you updated. We'll provide you. Uh, we think what next week we'll have an idea on that promo or or. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will know more next week. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we can get something done within the first the few, next few weeks to set that up. But so the uh, next couple he, of weeks, we'll give you an update. We're getting tickets tomorrow, so let's make sure we get tickets first. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tickets I number one. I, I don't we'll, think it'll sell out immediately, but I'm also not promising that it won't because. Well, tickets go on sale noon, and I'm going to be on there right at noon. I've oh, already I they went booked myself a lunch. I booked myself a lunch just to do this. Good for you, because I actually have a training meeting around that time. So thank you. thankfully, you're doing that. So we have tickets, <laughs> and you have tickets. Cool. So that's that's Journey Pro. We're gonna, we'll talk a lot more when we get an update from, uh, from the owners. Uh, we're going to do an interview, like we said. We'll let you guys know for sure. We're going to geek out mm-hmm. a lot of Journey Pro. Expect a full recap post uh, there every show that they do uh, we're dedicated local wrestling as as everybody 100%. should be so let's let's change it up let's before we talk about nxt let's talk about some news that's going on here um you had a couple things you wanted to get to right yeah um one of them is nxt related so i'll hold that one but um big big news out of new japan i don't know if, if everybody saw this or not but Taji Ishimura and El Fantasmo defeated Sho and Yo to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Third time. Third time they've been yes. champions. So good on them. That's wonderful. And it was on a, a road event, like the Kazuna Road event at the Kruken Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it changed there. Like it wasn't like the actual thing. It was yeah. It wasn't one so, of their main ones. It was before then. Was this one it was booked for? I thought they was booked for one of the main events. Um, the, it, it this was the main event of this show. So ah, okay, the right. other one was the because remember last week or, or not last week, but yeah, it was last week or was it? No, it was just it was like two days two... ago. I talked about how they announced the, the title matches, and this is one of them. There well, you go. If quick turnaround by New Japan, I mean, why why waste time, right? <laughs> Bullet Club has gold, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Club God, that's great, man. Gold. I love me some El Phantasmo. That's wonderful. Same and and Taji Ishimura. Oh, he's great too. Ishimori, he's very sorry. good. He's very good. Yes. Well, that's good for him. Somebody who might be looking for gold elsewhere uh, is uh, one Miss Mickey James. So uh, mm, Mickey yes. James confirmed now. We had we had said a little bit ago when it was announced that she's going to be producing the all women's NWA and they're calling it Empower is the name of the pay per view, right? I so love it. it. It's it's a little on the on the nose, but still, still. Uh, but that's going to be August twenty eighth in St. Louis. 
Uh, and then the next night is NWA 73, their 73rd anniversary pay-per-view. Well, she confirmed she's wrestling on that night, on the 73rd anniversary show. So it's not a surprise. The announcement was made there. Her husband's been NWA champion for like two years, you know, Nick Aldis. So, yeah, she's. If for those of you thinking Mickey James is going to show up at Slammiversary, uh, hold that thought. <laughs> yeah, no. Hard pass. A um, couple other things here. So a couple AEW-related things. Uh, Tony Khan-related, that is. So uh, Tony Khan recently did an interview. And just, I think this is just – I just only want to bring this up because it speaks to Tony Khan as the, the head guy. And we bitch and moan a lot about Vince McMahon – deservedly so and 100%. and his cronies but here's just one of the interesting things so uh it was a uh, uh, was a podcast uh wrestling r-a-s-s-l-i-n very nice with brandon f walker uh his his guest was orange cassidy and tony khan and mm-hmm. Tony Khan was talking about stuff that's coming, and he keeps teasing. He's got a lot up his sleeve. There's some stuff that nobody knows. It's like he keeps like doing these like little hints that there's something that nobody knows about that's gonna blow everybody's mind in the next year. And it's like I don't know if he's high overhyping or what, but it makes me excited to think there's something that he because he's he's by nature not a businessman first. He's a fanboy first. <laughs> I mean. I did read an article with, with his dad, Shad Khan, who said that he did not agree with AEW purchase at all, or investment at all. He thought it was a terrible idea, and he's like, well, when I die, my son and my daughter are going to get all my money anyway, so why don't have them do what they want with it now? He's now happy that it's doing as good as it is. But anyway, uh, Tony is definitely more of the fanboy CEO. So he keeps teasing all this stuff. And to speak to his nature, he was asked about, you know, gimmicks and creative and things like that. And he flat out said that there's some stuff that he just doesn't like and doesn't go along with, but it's not his place to really object to it, you know, too much. For example, he was not a fan of Matt Hardy's broken gimmick. Hmm. Interesting. He likes the big money Matt Hardy, but he didn't like the broken gimmick. But he said that the fans thought it was over and it was cool. So, you know, run with it and do what you do. But just because I don't like something doesn't mean that I am the final word. And I'm like, there you go. There you go, man. So I dug that. I thought that was great. Um, so speculation wise, this is just get the rumor mill going. Sure. If he's got big things going. There's been rumors that some Vincent Kennedy McMahon wants to sell WWE, and that would be big. And Tony's dad has uh, more money than God. He's got more money than Vincent <laughs> Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, he does. He's he's richer than Vince McMahon. He owns a NFL and an English Premier League team. So I mean, yeah. he's got money just oozing out of every or- right, like, right. pore of his body. Uh, he's uh, from St. Louis too. Like they when he when he uh, when he uh, um, um, immigrated over here, they landed him in his, they landed in St. Louis. So interestingly enough, hmm. uh, just to throw that out there. I don't know. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. Legitimately, I think that if Vince does sell. 
We've had this discussion before, too. If he does mm. sell, though, I think it's going to be something that he can brag about to all of his super rich white friends. <laughs> you know, yeah. Amazon. NBC would work, you know, but Amazon, Disney, Fox, something like that. And speaking of Fox and NBC, they apparently are both not happy with WWE. Like, like, you know, it's a balancing act, this whole thing, you know, when they signed up for the the billion dollars they got from Fox and then they signed up for another billion dollars from NBC. Yeah, they aren't happy. First of all, NBC was not happy that there was the Hell in a Cell that was on last Friday's SmackDown, right? And yeah. then they so they put a Hell in a Cell on on Raw on USA. And Fox is not happy that they keep advertising for stuff on Peacock, even though that's where all the pay per views are on Fox's network. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a shit show waiting to happen. I still say we both know this. Everybody out there, I'm sure you can agree. It's because the numbers have been down. Numbers are below two million for both shows. They never thought they would, no nobody thought that would happen ever, right? Yeah, and Raw is consistently under two mil. Yeah, I mean it's like WWE. This is a long, this is a stalwart. This is easy money, right? It's easy peasy. It's gonna do it. Well, it's okay because they are planning on doing a Saudi Arabia show this year. The word on the street is October. Oh, oh, <laughs> I know. I just we'll leave it at that. One last thing on WWE. Two last things here. Uh, there's rumors that Big E's going to go over to Raw, which yeah, please do, please, I'm for, please do it. Yeah, He's still going to be a singles competitor, but he'll at least be adjacent and be around the new day. Uh, the three of them together is one of the best things WWE has going for themselves. You know, you have so much creative crap all over the place. Keep the good stuff going. You know, and speaking of creative, apparently. Uh, Nikki Cross's Superman getup or superhero getup, it was mm-hmm. apparently her idea. That's what I read. So, oh. good, oh. good for you, Nikki. I mean, I don't like it, but touches up. You know what? Just do it. She's on TV. I'm happy for her that she's on TV. She's Is it a terrible gimmick. Ah, yeah, but we've seen we've worse. seen a lot worse. I mean. Let's be honest. Barbarians, Shockmaster. <laughs> remember, uh, remember the uh, what was that? Was that Viking they had that that uh, the Berserker? Berserker. Huss, huss, huss. That's all he said. That was the only word he said. The Stalker, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. Although there's Godly some people who Goker. love the Brooklyn Brawler, the Repo Man. The repo, oh, man. the repo man was terrible. He was so Kit, bad. Kiss demon, like I could just keep going. Well, they didn't go as far in the bad town department because last bit here, and this is, I, I, I want to, I want to make sure I'm saying this correctly because this is just gold. So apparently, I don't remember dude's name. I, I, I closed out the tab, so I don't know where it went, but. Apparently, there was a a guy who pitched, and I don't remember when this was. This was a while ago, is what it sounds like. But there was a guy who pitched W or uh, um, Vince McMahon an idea. This is back when Paul Heyman was. Uh, I think he still had the ponytail, but he was like kind of you know like in charge mm-hmm. of running people and stuff. Um, they pitched that this guy would basically be 
<laughs> oh my god. And he was in front of the board too. He basically be like Encino Man esque, cryogenically frozen, Nazi hitman, complete with gray suit, red armband, swastika, and goose step to the ring. A, a legit Nazi. A, a Nazi. They legit pitched him a Nazi. And Paul Heyman, who I don't know if you know, everybody's familiar with Paul Heyman, probably the most Jewish person in all of wrestling. And, you know, for what it's worth, he's very proud of his heritage. Would mm-hmm. be his, he would be his manager. And, and, and apparently this guy was shut, was, was amazed when Vince literally left the boardroom without saying a word, fired him like 20 minutes later. So, there's some restraint, okay? There's some restraint on Vince. I mean, that's an easy line to draw. Nazi, right? That's an easy one yeah. to draw. <laughs> but at least he did draw it. So cryogenically frozen Nazi that hit came man. back to life, and then it's like, yes, it is, it is. I can't remember who the dude was, but it's like wow. some big guy, and it's like, yes, yes, a, a legit Nazi in like the in like the the wow. early two two thousands, early twenty ten, something like that. I think is what it was like. Like tw- 2009, 2010, something like yeah. I, I can't stop saying wow. Like, what else wow. do you say? That? So when you think about that, what could have been, you know, Nikki Cross, you're right. She's on TV, so good on her. Yeah, she's not She's not a cryogenically <laughs> frozen, frozen Nazi, Nazi hit woman who's been brought back to life. <laughs> yeah, and I, ironically managed by a Jewish person, which is just... That's just so terrible. I, 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 would, I would love to be a fly on the wall just thinking like... How? Why are you even saying these words? It's like, how is this? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. <laughs> it makes none. I mean, it makes it makes no sense now. It makes even it less sense now. I, I I don't know. I just I don't know. It's all. It always can be worse. I guess that's the moral of the story. Yeah, yeah. It definitely can be so worse. What, you yeah. had some. You had some other bits, didn't you? I just had this one little small um, AEW bit. Uh, one of our favorite Japanese women wrestlers, no, not Maki Ito, but Yuka Sakazaki is going to make a little run in July Ooh. with AEW. So she's going to be coming back and doing some live shows. Good, and, good. And stuff with Yuka Sakazaki. We really like her. I like Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, I, I like her a lot. Um, I think she's... Her her springboard 450 is a thing of beauty, actually. Uh, but you know she's no Maki Ito in my heart. But I am she's a she's she's a second. I wouldn't even say she's a close second, but she's a second. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so she's gonna be coming back, and I'm excited about that because that she is good. So another strong woman talent that that's coming back. Is that the surprise that Andre Andrade El Idolo uh, no. talked about? No. No, 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 no. I, I think it's. I'm holding firm on Thea Trinidad until I hear otherwise. I am too. I don't. I, know, I don't know who else it would be. I mean, I thought because I, I legitimately wanted to give it some thought, and I'm like, okay, let's think outside the box. He's very big on. It's almost like a legato esque, you know, this kind of like Mexican heritage. Because really, if you think about it, Santos Escobar and Andrade El Idolo are very similar characters, right? The Mexican, mm-hmm. they both are a strong lineage of Mexican wrestling, lucha libre, you know. So I'm like trying to think who could he be bringing in with him, and I'm like, I don't know of any big name Mexican stars that would get a splash in America that are out there, you know. 
I mean, the only one that people know is currently in jail for beating women. There's yeah. I mean, is it uh, <laughs> who got released? Was it uh, Kalisto or wasn't it one? Yeah, no. Kalisto's out there. So uh, from Lucha uh, House that's Party, a, but I heard he's gonna do MMA. So I don't. Yeah, know. that's what I heard too. Yeah. Um, it could be him. It could. They could be forming with some more. Uh, you know, Latin people. So you might see Diamante get paired up with him as well, like her and Thea Trinidad. Um, I don't I, know. Like, I would love to say see uh, like the refined kind of LAX, like like mafia style LAX, right? Get in there, proud and powerful Thea Trinidad, Diamante, Mi Familia. Oh. You should be in creative, Jamie. I'm, I'm going to give it I, to you. That's, I'm, that's I'm pretty decent. Fantastic. Oh, so let's talk about NXT. Cool. Because uh, yes. Tuesday night was NXT. Uh, you have to give number from NXT. You said you you saw numbers, oh, right? Do you want to start with that? Because uh, the think, show well, was think, not near as bad as what this is. Is it that bad? It give is, me the numbers. What are they? Okay. It's the lowest numbers they have pulled since they've been on Tuesdays. Ooh. Yeah, they went down... From almost 700,000, uh, 669 is where they were, sorry, down to 665. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. 669 to 665. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. 699 okay, to okay. 665. I'm like, that's not that big of a dip. Okay, 30,000. That's a big dip. Okay. 4.3%. Ooh. Ooh, that's not, right in the I don't get, I don't get why, because I mean, there was tons of pop last week after Joe coming back. I yeah. thought last week was one of their best shows they've done in God knows how long. I, and I liked NXT recently. The anyway. only thing I can think of was Clippers Suns game two, which was a banger of a game. It, as well. it was. I mean, that's the, I think that. All wrestling products right now are being somewhat affected by NBA and NHL. I mean, last night, if there was if there was a wrestling show on last night, it would have not probably done great because you had game one of the Eastern Conference Finals with the Hawks winning, and you had a banger of a game in New in in Long Island for the NHL. So yeah, I still I'm still giving that a grain of salt. That's not a terrible number. It is not good though. It, uh, it went down. It went down that much. It could be a lot worse for sure. It could be. They could be getting impact numbers, which I hope to God impact's numbers have to rebound because. Oh, well, anyway, some versus coming up. It. We'll talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about impact on on Tuesday. So, this started off with Adam Cole coming out and doing great Adam Cole things, and I, it hit me. Okay, his music. We agree. We don't. We don't like. Right. Yeah. Oh no. I listened to it extra close when I was watching it Tuesday night and I figured it out. I don't mind the music. I actually would rather like the music if it was done with the proper instruments. It's all like, it's all like digital fake guitars. Okay. Yeah. So it's all like, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's an EDM song, but it's got this, plasticky feel to it whereas if you took that exact same songs and you did like with a band with like you know two guitars and a bass and you know it, it was an actual rock version of it kind of mm-hmm. like what you know uh undisputed era's song what you know it would sound 
immensely better. So that was my thought. You know, if you listen to it sometime when you get a chance, or next time you hear him, see him on, on in a match, l- listen to the music and think about that. Because yeah, you, you sit there and you're like, that's not a real guitar. That doesn't sound like that's it's like a, it's like a it's like a, a a machine trying to sound like a guitar, and it sounds just cheap. You know? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Okay. So that's that's I, what I, that's what I thought. You know, as I heard that. Um, okay. Yeah, he came out. He said he wasn't going to do anything. It's his show. Blah blah blah. And then he's greeted by Carmelo Hayes, uh, who's been uh, newer. He's just, I think he debuted two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. He was on the indie scene before, and they put on a nice little match to kind of open things up. Uh, it, it ended with one of the better cells I've seen in a while. It was the Panama Sunrise, which is uh, Adam Cole's drop down Canadian Destroyer, and. As he finished it, Carmelo literally stood on his head right there in the pile drive position for what felt like a minute and then fell over. It was it was a fantastic sell by That's him. awesome. Um, you know, Adam Nicole gets the win. And then you go do a bunch of promos. So the first like third of the show was promo heavy. Uh, and you know, that's sometimes NXT does this. They'll, they'll strategically place their promos in like a certain segment. And shuffle it up. So it's not always... Like, AW, as much as we love them, is very predictable, like you said, in their format. Match, promo, promo, match, promo, promo, match, promo, promo. You know, so NXT, to their credit, they mix it up. So they kind of bunch of several promos together and put them either at the beginning, in the middle, or not usually, but sometimes, like, near the end. So they had several promos together here. They had Frankie Monet backstage talking to uh, Jessica May, and Aaliyah, who they're going to form a faction and they're going to turn on Robert Stone is inevitable. Hmm. She even dropped a name for them. Uh, called themselves the Winner's Circle. You guys going to win tonight? I'm going to win this. We, we just, just call ourselves the Winner's Circle. And then, of course, Robert Stone shows up. And like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, we're just talking about how lucky they are to have you as their manager and how smart you are to get them a, this match book tonight. So, yeah, Frankie Monet's playing him like a fiddle. So, the Winner's Circle. I kind of dig that. I think it gives Ali and Jesse, instead of being jobbers, Something, you know? Something, yeah. They are in dire need of something. Because Aaliyah is actually a really good wrestler. Aaliyah is very good. She has put her dues in. Let's be honest. She's been here. She's been in NXT for a while. Um, and she's getting FaceTime, so you can't complain about that. I will say this. Henchwoman's better than being a jobber, so... Yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. do that, do that. You had L.A. Night promo, which I know you would have loved. It was, uh, it was great. No, I, I didn't. Oh, you see didn't it. see that? Yeah, you because oh. I remember you because Jamie for Jamie's his daughter's in softball, so he's he comes and goes from availability, so he'll catch like bits here and there. I never know which bits you catch every night. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a great like you expect L.A. Night promo. Um, there was a Cameron Grimes promo shortly thereafter where he pulled up it. He's defending, you know, his uh, you know uh, the honor of. Of cause somebody talks shit about uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Ted DiBiase. Man. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, this is like I said, they're not getting rid of this. The two of them, and they're going to string it along mm-hmm. a little bit longer. Which, you know, whatever, I'm fine with. Um, EO then because 
they announced that the Robert Stone brand has got a match against EO and Zoe Stark coming up, right? So the interview with Zoe Stark where EO interrupts it and, you know, because Zoe's trying to say, he's like, well, she was my first match I had in NXT and I just respect her so much. She's Zoe keeps playing this respect card that she's going to make a turn either to be a super face or a super heel. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think super face, but she so keeps she keeps going with this. Everybody like she she greeted Saray when she showed up and just wanted to shake her hand and have, offer her the first match because she want you know she keeps doing this. I think someone's going to turn on her, just do her wrong, and she's going to become like super face, which is cool. But yeah. EO then walks by her and says, "I respect you. I just do not like you," and keeps walking. <laughs> Perfect EO, man. It's, I love it's it. It's the best version of EO because you can do this as a face with her just still being that like meh face. It's great. Yeah, I respect you. I, I just don't, don't like you. you. Uh, and then so you have, uh, you, you know, you go back in the locker room. There's Cole after, you know, he's icing himself down. and he, he's, he's mad that, that, you know, Regal comes up. He's mad that Regal made him put him in a match. And, you know, Joe should. Joe did this and that. And he attacked him. And why isn't he doing anything about that? And Regal tells him, you know, I recommend that you don't provoke Joe anymore. They did a lot of setup for potential Joe feuds in the future. He's not going to be just great. this bodyguard. He'll He's going to do the occasional little match occasional few which i love that thought yes same it saves him so he doesn't yeah so he doesn't have another concussion and you know really fuck up the is is the rest of his life uh then you had the zoe stark and eo shirai versus ali and jessica maya uh it was a decent enough match zoe and and eo end up getting the win and then midway through yet candace and indy came out to watch what was going on right after the match was over, then from behind the announce table come out Dakota and Raquel, right? And they're, mm-hmm. they're saying, no, no, you're not jumping the front. We're number one contenders. We're doing all this. We're doing all this. Then you had from the ramp uh, uh, was uh, uh, Ember Moon and a returning Shotzi Blackheart. They, did a, and they were very weird. They were trying to do, like, real-life memes is the best thing I can say. I don't know. They are trying to do, like, 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 cool hip catchphrases, and it 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 did. It's like why, why you guys are fine just the way you are. Don't whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then everybody, everybody starts brawling in the ring, and that brought Joe out. And Joe walks by, stops in between the middle of the way, and just kind of like like gives Candace a kind of like side eye look, and then goes on. <laughs> yeah. They, they've known each other from independent days. Um, and then it goes on the ring, pulls out security guard, separates them all. Next week, you're going to have a three-way number one contender match between Raquel and Dakota, uh, EO and Zoe, and Shotzi and Ember. Winner gets a match at Great American Backlash against The Way. Uh, my money's on EO. Uh, me too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish it was EO and Saray. I really do. Oh. God, that'd be beautiful. It, it maybe it makes too much sense. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe they want Saray to pay some more dues. Maybe Saray's got other engagements. Maybe there's somebody. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they think too. And I hate to even say this, but let's be honest. Two predominantly Japanese-speaking women. Are you saying that they'd be culturally insensitive? Uh, not the first time. Just saying. I mean, they've done it for years. Kabuki Warriors was the most recent one. And I I loved me some Kabuki Warriors. I loved it too. 
Funaki and uh, <laughs> yeah. Mishinoku or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it yeah. Mishinoku. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, they have no problem stereotyping people anywhere. They, they really <laughs> don't. Head shrinkers. Come now, on, Now, man. Triple H is not as much. And maybe that's why he didn't, he didn't want, maybe he didn't want to like open into that, you know, a little. I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I would prefer to see Saray with EO. They did, were a tag team. They were, they were Shimmer tag team champion. Not Shimmer. They were uh, Shine tag. Is it Shine or Shimmer? Stardom. 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 Is it S? God, I'm getting them all mixed up now. Shit. Um, all these S's. It's too many S's. Okay. Um. Also at uh, Great American Bash, by the way, you're going to have uh, Chopper and Thatcher. They're getting a, a tag title shot against MSK. So there's that. Um, <sighs> then you finish. have The Way comes out and uh, it's interrupted by Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan, right? And they're, they're, no, they're playing the high road. They're not going to get involved in this. The Way, Johnny, Johnny Garner King came out to basically call out uh, Karen Cross, you know, this and that. And, of course, Pete Dunn came out and, you know, said, no, you're not jumping in front of me. And, you know, so they go back and complain to uh, um, Regal now Re- that he's on good terms with Regal. He even brought him a pencil to replace the one he snapped off in his face. And uh, he says, I agree, something should be done. That's why you two are having a match against them next. Like, you, you should go get changed. So they had a match, and this was this was actually a very entertaining match. Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory versus Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. Yeah, it's a good I'm, match. I'm there for that it's one. A wow, good that's match. A good match. Good match. Ended with Johnny getting the win. Uh, he got he got the pinfall. Uh, Theory looked great in this match. He was selling uh, the hand because the, before they went back to see uh, Regal, he had his hand snapped by you know uh, Pete Dunne's thing. So. He gets the win, and then he gets jumped by Karrion Cross afterwards. He just Karrion Cross just, just obliterates him. So I, that's I think where they're going with this, and they're going Gargano Cross. I think that's the best way they can go. If they are legitimately moving Gar- Cross up to the main roster, I feel like Gargano is the best place to put the title because he's that in betweener, right? Everybody loves him, but he's technically a heel. I think that's a good way to go. Just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Cross is, right. Cross is going to the main main roster. I know this. Oh yeah, he, him and Scarlet, like we talked about, check every one of Vince's damn wet dream boxes. And yeah, I mean it makes sense for it for for the title to go to Gargano, or you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's what I'm thinking. Like who else? Well, Who else uh, Cole. Really could it be? I would say Cole. Adam Cole. Yeah, but he that's it. may be going up too. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's no rumors that really he, there's truly rumors ready. that he's going up, but I mean, there's others that are ready, but I don't think they. Yeah, I don't really. You know, Pete Dunn. I don't think you drop it from Cross to Dunn if you're going to give him the belt. I agree. Kyle O'Reilly. I don't think is ready for it. Uh, especially this whole cool cow gimmick. Right. He's still finding his singles chops, right? So yeah. he's got the wrestling skill, and I'll talk about that in the main event because, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but but, his, but his, his character work as a singles needs work. And I think that what's, what's coming soon is going to help that. I do. Um, 
you know, so I think that Gargano makes the most sense because Gargano is so flexible. Then that opens up Gargano Ciampa possibilities. You got Gargano mm-hmm. Dunn, which is, you know, you, you got Gargano Cole, which I would see every night of the week for the rest of my every, rest of my life. You know, I mean, I just think and that this makes the most eventually, sense. Eventually, we'll get Gargano Knight. Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward all, to that all, one right there all in the op- a year. All the Year's op- time. All the openings, all the openings are there. I think that like I said, I said I believe that that's what they're doing with all this. It makes sense if you look at the way it played out. You know, Cross jumped over, jumped Gargano. Yeah. If they're gonna drop the belt, give it to Gargano. Makes sense. Um, then you had the battery promos again, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But it's it, it keeps popping in. It's up to forty one percent now, and it, okay, no idea. There's no context. It's just literally a battery icon with the the percentage changing i think you were right on the tegan knox uh hypothesis you think that's what that is yeah because yeah okay we'll we'll talk about the end because that ties into some other hypotheses we have here so battery proto still going on uh karen cross rocking backstage and he crosses paths with samoa joe and he goes, and of course, you know, Karen can talk a little bit, and so okay, he pulls this. He goes, you can't do anything unless you're provoked. Is that the thing here? Is that you just a lap dog or whatever? And he goes, please, let me get out of your way, champ. So they do a little stare down, walks away. Joe turns around, and there's Pete Dunn, and they just stare at each other for like 15 seconds. It's glorious. It's, beautiful. it's great. It's, beautiful. it's, it's everything oh we want. <laughs> like, that's the feud I want to see. My God. Frankie Bonet had her, like, uh, encore, whatever. Yeah, encore match, it was against yeah. Electra Lopez, who I can't remember who she was, but she's been around the Indies for a long while. Uh, she's yeah. pretty well known. I just don't remember her name right now off the top of my head. It ended up being a squash for her. Sorry, Frankie Monet won. Then you had Everrise versus Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis, who are part of Hippo. It's simple. If you look at Hit Rose, if you look at their logo, the R, the kind of the arm of the R, not the straight up part, but the arm of the R, it curves back in to that. All the other letters on the on the word bow curve away. If they just turn that curve, it would look like an R and not a B. And JJ wouldn't be having a fucking aneurysm every time he sees it. My wow. my, my 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 high school journalism teacher would be looking at that and saying that typography is wrong. <laughs> okay, and I think that's what it is. It's just ingrained in my skull. So. Uh, there's there's apparently a feud with Ever Rise because they you know they're they they become the slapstick comedy bit which you know fine whatever um, mm-hmm. Hit Row looks great though and I actually did call them Hit Row so whatever they look great Top Dollar I love I read a thing that said that they actually had this so the guy who plays Top Dollar Shante and whatever her name is like they were all in the indies together where they started this whole idea of this kind of Death Row esque thing because he looks like Suge Knight, right? <laughs> he, he really does. And he said that all three of them actually do hip hop. They all have released albums. The girl has like apparently like three or four albums and a couple like gold records, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and they said so. They brought it in and Triple H actually is the one who who offered. Hey, we think you need another person. What do you feel about Swerve? And they're like, well, we kind of know him. We talked to him, and Swerve actually does rap. 
is what I read. So they fit together. Mm-hmm. So this is a great faction. My proclivities to their logo aside, <laughs> it's a great faction. I like where they're going with this. I think it's hundred percent agree. I think this is good. I think this is good for the future, and it gives Swerve finally something other than just being a guy, right? Because all he was, he was just a dude. Um, Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly was your main event, non-title match, and my God, was this fan freaking tastic! Yeah, this match was it had at, everything you wanted. It was at least it was at least a spot fest. This match was it was it was unbelievable. Everything you wanted. Um, Colorado ended up getting the win in a way that did not put down or did not bury Kushida in the least, right? It was Mm -hmm. very clear what it was. Um, Afterwards, the two of them do a little bro out. They hug, you know, mutual respect, much respect, much respect, right? And then Kyle gets jumped by... Adam Cole. It's not going to end. Their match at ta- at uh, Great American Bash should be freaking stellar, too. Um, so they brawl over by the announce table, then off in the way because she is in the ring. And boom, he gets jumped by the Diamond Mind. So the Diamond Mind was revealed. It mm-hmm. was a. It is a fact. It's not a raw underground thing like one of the rumors said. It is a faction group of people, right? And those people mm-hmm. included Malcolm Bivens as your manager, Hideki, Su- Hideki Suzuki. Who Which was unnamed. They did not they give him did, a name, so he's going to go they, through a name change. He's go through a name change, but that's, that's who he is. He's, I he's not a legend, but he's a very well-known, well-respected Japanese wrestler who signed yeah. on one of the most recent classes as a trainer-esque role for the Performance Center. So I think he's going to be a coach sort of thing. Yeah, Malcolm yeah. Bivens' former protege, or still kind of, but his former like meal ticket, if you would, of Tyler Rust, who looked good, he looked fine, and their new leader... Roderick freaking strong. I don't like it. You don't like this in the least. Really? Okay. Because what does it do for Roderick strong? It gives him a faction. (laughs) Yeah, but he just came out of a faction and he said he didn't want to deal with it anymore. Next thing you know, that's kayfabe. He's in a faction. But here's the thing. He's leading the faction now. Is he though? Well, Michael Bivens is technically your your manager, so he's the mouthpiece. It's, okay, Roderick Strong has always had the wrestling chops, but they could never get like fully over on his own, right? That's yeah. like the war he had with uh, Undisputed Era before he joined the UE and all that stuff. You know, he can never get the title; he can never get over the hump. He was best when he was in Undisputed Era. He's best mm-hmm. in a faction, much like I think Kyle O'Reilly is best in a, in a tag team because he's a tag team wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And poor Bobby Fish, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, you know. But, you know, I think that he's better in a faction. I think that it gives Tyler Russ a chance to actually develop instead of trying to be uh, – like him by himself is not worth watching, right? No. But in a faction, he may be. You never know. If he's part of a guy, he can grow and he can eventually move on from there to different things. I'm interested to see where this goes. I will give it the benefit of the doubt 
but if it does not benefit Roderick Strong, I'm going to be pissed off about it. Because Roderick Strong, as we all know, is one of the best wrestlers in the business. The Messiah the Backbreaker. Yeah, like he is this great, but he can't get over on his own. To your point, is this the right move for him to get get put him with a guy who looks like the the saxophonist singer guy from Lost Boys, <laughs> you know, and Malcolm Bivens, who actually is got decent. He's decent on the mic. He's you know he's great on the mic. His Twitter is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, he's fire on Twitter. Yes, yeah. so, uh, and his he, his feud with uh, Mia Yim is definitely worth a follow for those of you who are not in the know. Check it out. Yeah, so I'm just... I want to see what it is. This is not what I was expecting at all. I did drop... Yeah, exactly. The, I dropped the suggestion last week that, hey, it could be that Roderick Strong is part of the Diamond Mine, you know? And I'm like, no. You're like, no. This is silly. No. I thought it'd be Roderick and Marina together. Same. I figured... And why, okay, can we just talk about this for a second? What yeah. is the deal with factions right now not including women? I don't know. Hit Row's the only one. It drives me nuts. Like, all of them. All the factions lately. If there's a new faction, no women in it. Yeah. It's like, the fuck, man? Like, back in the day, that was some of the best things. Like, DX had China. Mm-hmm. You know? Hell, even NWO had had a couple of ladies. Obviously, they weren't really wrestlers back in the WCW <laughs> days. But you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, aces so. and eights. Aces, aces. We hated aces and eights. We hated it. I like. I liked, I liked it for a hot second. Then it got bad real fast. Real fast. Real fast. Bullet Club has got a couple that are. All, I mean, because they're in stardom. They're but offshoots. you know, they're not. A f- yeah, they're yeah, the offshoot. You know, so like, I don't see why there's not. I think that once again, maybe it's something to the fact of trying to get away from doing a token because a lot of times what you get is you get that one woman right. Yeah. So it's like your token woman, right? There's your token woman in the faction, you know. I think that they may, maybe they're trying maybe they're trying maybe they're trying to be too woke and are like, "No, we don't want to do- I don't know. I don't know why you don't have the women involved at least a little bit. It's not that offensive. I like yeah. it better. Have have a couple women in it. Yeah. Like I I appreciate a woman faction just as much as a men faction, well, but why can't you just have a faction period, a stable of men and women? Well, I mean, you say let's, let's say let's take Diamond Mine for the because it's the freshest. Okay, first argument. Maria Shafir, that makes sense because you got Roddy, mm-hmm. you got her husband there. Yeah, right. They, yeah, and, and then they broke kayfabe on that in context of NXT. That yes, they are married. Yes, it's not a, like an unknown thing. Well, Jessamine no longer is is a is a is a wrestling talent for WWE. So. Who would you have along with Marina, you know, to be there with her? Somebody Gigi. random, yeah, Gigi or Cora Jade, maybe somebody young to get get a rub. But you know, what's the fit? I mean, I I don't disagree with you. I think though that I think that I don't I just I don't see why they don't do it. Like we remember when when Io Shirai turned. When she turned on Candace, for those of you who don't remember, and she went to this dark, the Joshi Judas, you know, the character mm-hmm. she's become today, and we said she'd be great as part of Undisputed Era. That was right at peak Undisputed Era. That was that like them reaching the mm-hmm. the 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 prophecy of gold, you know. And it's like you add Io Shirai to Undisputed Era. Be, I don't know. I don't know why there's not women involved. I'm with you. I think there needs to be. But that aside, I 
I'm intrigued by this. I like me some Roderick. I think with a mouthpiece and with even warm bodies behind him, I think it's got the ability to, to go somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. You have, because you have built in. You got two guys immediately that he can feud, they can feud with. And I'm calling Kyle O'Reilly. Looks like he's going to go after Kushida first, right? Yeah. That's fair. And I don't know if Hideki's going to wrestle or not. I don't either. Like, is that a thing? Is it not if he a thing? does, it'd be cool, but I don't know how much he's got in the tank. He's si- well, I mean, he signed on with NXT to be a coach. Remember, NXT also did try to interview Thunder Rosa as a uh, uh, referee. So, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt, baby. He actually is going to wrestle. I don't know. And there's a possibility. I mean, we've got Lone Star out there. What if Lone Star joined them? Lone Star. When he gets healthy. I mean. Maybe. It, it, and you can put it up this way. Diamond mine. What, what is a diamond? A diamond is cold and under pressure is formed into something beautiful. Maybe this is Roderick Strong. He's just done with it. He left. That was his whole thing when him and Marina left. Like, I'm just done with it. I'm over. You know, maybe this is his time to mold these young stars into the trained killers that they should be. That's why he has Hideki because he's 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 the diamond mine trainer and he's gonna be the one molding Tyler Rust and maybe some of these young stars. That's at least a good starting story point there, if they mm-hmm. go with that. I don't know. Let's see let's see where it goes. I'm intrigued. I'm not hating it yet. But that does mean that the battery is definitely not Roderick Strong and Maria Shafir coming back. Yeah, this sucks. That's what I was really hoping. So you said Tegan. You think Tegan's involved in the battery? Yeah, it makes sense. Right? Because who else would be coming back? I don't know. I mean, you know, the battery, recharge, you know, renew. Mm -hmm. Battery also kind of goes with her whole, like, Captain Marvel shtick that that she's into, you know, because she's recharging her powers. I, I'm sorry, if I get to see Dakota Kai turn and become face and then see Tegan Knotts come back and debut heel, I don't know. I might I might just lose my mind. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, like legit have them roll su- reverse. That was such a good idea. I can't remember who gave me that idea first, but that's such a good idea. I would love it. Mm-hmm. Same. That Same. Was, I'm, I'm for it. That was NXT. NXT was a pretty good show despite the ratings. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not going to give it a rating this week here. I'm not going to give it a ranking. I'm trying to think. Well, I, I think I have to, don't I? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Snooze Fest. Even with everything. Yeah, that's where I was. You know, like, first of all, I, I, I was going to give it a Squash Fest for that Kyle O'Reilly match. Because that was fantastic. And, mm-hmm. you know, you had The Way versus Pete Dunn. That was great as well. But there was a lot of promos, even though a lot of them were good. I enjoyed them. It was a lot of promos. The Diamond Mine's kind of up in the air-ish. We don't really know. And they're doing tons of setup for Great American Bash. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a snooze fest. Fair. Okay, yeah, I'm right there with you. Snooze fest. I thought it had two stellar matches, some meh, and then mm-hmm. some more meh. So, yeah. 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 We got so that was NXT for the week. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be talking about NXT again sometime next week. We're we're still kind of up in the air about because okay. So 
our next show is going to and you have one more thing I know Jamie you wanted to get to mm. but just to let you guys know so our next show on Tuesday is going to cover the Saturday night's AEW Dynamite and kind of some updates from news and stuff we're not going to go into all everything we usually do like Impact and all that other stuff simply because it, it, it's going to be ridiculously long so next Thursday we're going to talk about the Wednesday night Dynamite the final Dynamite Day's place and we'll do like the second half of some of that news and other stuff so I'm not sure where we'll put NXT in there Tuesday we just talked about it. It won't air again until after the show, so maybe next Thursday. We'll 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 get to yeah. it when we get to. We'll it. figure it out. Yeah. So you have something else you want to get to? Yes, yes, I absolutely do. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, twenty five years ago, on June twenty third. So yesterday, yesterday, one man <laughs> created the gimmick. That literally changed the face of wrestling as we all knew it. <sighs> the birth of Stone Cold Steve Austin happened 25 years ago. 25 years ago, he said, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And then that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. He said all of his little catchphrases right then and there is the birth of the Austin 316 era. And... Honestly, the landscape of wrestling was forever changed by that. He he got away from the ringmaster and went there. It's just such nostalgia, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a huge Stone Cold guy, as you know. But I know it. My, so you you did the pick three, right? <laughs> we did, we, did, we, put, we for those of you not familiar, we did the we started the impossible game, uh, which was. Uh, I did this uh, thing last time uh, saying you have you're on desert island you can watch three wrestling things for the rest of your life and only those three things what are they so yeah I did the pick three so okay so we're gonna play a variation of FMK oh so okay uh, okay so we're gonna keep F as faction. So you're faction <laughs> up with them. Oh, look at you! Look at you making it all like PG and stuff. Yeah. So F is faction. Okay. Um, M is rival. But we're gonna call it rival. So faction, rival, and then fired. Okay. So, so, so somebody you're in a faction with, somebody you're somebody a rival against, like you you're want feuding. to have a good rivalry with. And then somebody you just want fired, like so. Facts, wish they were in there. facts and f- faction fueled or fired, feud or fired. Yes, it's three Fs. Three okay. F game. We got you it. Ready? Three F game. You ready? Here I you am. Go. I am ready. Give it to me. Stone Cold, The Rock, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> And it's interesting for me. Can I explain why when we get done with this game here? When you give me those three. Faction, feud, or fired. God. <laughs> right? It's another impossible game, man. Jesus Christ. Um, I think I'm going to be in a faction with Stone Cold. Okay. Because we'd have, we'd have fun together. We'd have so much fun. Mm-hmm. I would... I would be in a feud. I'd be in a feud with Shawn Michaels and would fire The Rock. 
<laughs> There's no way you can go there. Any way is wrong. But here's why. Me and my, me and Austin, we could drink beer together. We'd have a good old yep. time. Faction yep. for sure. Um, the Rock is a lot bigger than Shawn Michaels, so I'd rather feud against Shawn Michaels <laughs> than The Rock. <laughs> All right. So, you want me to give you for three? Me, okay. For me, yeah, on do, this do, one. Do the same you one. Up, oh, I'm going to give you one. Yeah. I'm going to give you one. So, for me, I have... I'm in a faction with Shawn Michaels because he did DX, and that was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Okay. I'm feuding with Stone Cold because that's just main event mania right there all over because of how good he mm-hmm. was. And unfortunately, I'm firing The Rock. We're both firing The Rock. We, want, we, just want, we, want, we just want to move The Rock to Hollywood as soon as possible. That's it. Yeah, I, it's like, I guess so, yeah. Go, go, make, go like, make 83 movies a year. Do it. <laughs> and so, folks, on this version of Faction, Feud, or Fired, who would you pick out of The Rock, Stone Cold, mm. and uh, Shawn Michaels? Which three of those? Wow. And then, JJ, I assume you have one I, that you'd I, like to do. Oh, I do. I do. I got you. I got you here. All right. So, it's going to be somewhat thematic here as well. Okay. And this is going to give you a very good insight into what we were actually watching in the late 90s, both Jamie and myself predominantly. So okay. my three are going to be Nature Boy Ric Flair, Woo. Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh. I know. I know. So here's your WCW variant because I was very much a WCW guy. I so got, was I. I got in hard. I didn't. I didn't see this promo because I didn't watch WWE. Like in the Monday Night Wars, I didn't really watch WWF for like, a year and a half because I was like, no, I'm yeah. WCW. Fuck them, you know. Yeah, so, I was a big WCW guy too. I was but then, NWO like, through I and through, me. and then post yeah. post Goldberg winning when it hit the peak after it started to go down. That's why I kind of opened up my horizons to both. Fair. I think I was right there with you. So then, for uh, me, yeah. yep, go for it. For Let's me, I think um, I think I would faction up with Flair. I think I'd faction up with Flair for okay, sure. Okay. Um, I would feud with Jericho just because <laughs> WCW Jericho Man with Thousand Four Holds. Like I loved WCW Jericho, and then unfortunately I'd fire Eddie Guerrero. Fire Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Ah, uh, see, I would I'd mix it up a little bit. I would okay. faction with Eddie Guerrero. Okay. Latino Heat, yeah. I love that's, me. That's where I was wavering. Like I was, I because it was just to be blatantly clear. I, no matter what, I'm feeding with Jericho. Yeah, I, I yeah, oh, no, know there's no, way. there's no shot. You're firing Jericho. I knew, I knew that it was gonna <laughs> happen. I thought you would faction with Jericho for sure. I'm a Jericho-holic <laughs> through and through. That's why I, I want to feud with him. So I'm gonna faction with Eddie Guerrero just because Latino Heat. I loved that Eddie Guerrero. He was, you know, and once again, I'm thinking about JJ. That I'd have a good time with Eddie. We would have a blast. Not saying mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have a good time with Rick, but I'm gonna feud with Rick because those promos. I want to hear him dig into me in early '90s promos, like like in in like the AWA fashion and the, the Mid South, you know, style. Just I'm dig hurt. into me. That means I'm I. Really unfortunately, I'm firing Jericho. I am hurt by that. 
It's, it's, an, it's the impossible. Well, you want me to fire the greatest of all time and Ric Flair? I mean, He'll go to WWE. It's fine. So is Jericho. Jericho's going to go debut with his timer. You know. Anyway, it's the impossible game. You, I mean, you can't. That's that's the point of it. So, all right, all right, all right. I got I got one more. One more. Let's one, one more. more then we'll wrap it up. Let's go. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Demolition. Oh God, you're going there already. <laughs> I know where you're going, son of a bitch. Legion of Doom. God damn it. <laughs> The Dudley Boys. Okay. Give okay. you a little bit of range there. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start off the other way around. Okay. Okay. No, you got to say fire to the end, right? Yeah, okay. Sorry. Yeah, fire fires at the end. Okay. I'm going to faction. Well, faction with demolition. Well, faction with demolition. Little Axe and Smash. I loved Axe and Smash. And then they had, was it Crush? Crush was in there for a hot minute. Yeah, he was their third one. Anyway, I, I'll become or Crash. Crash or something like that. I think I it was Crush because it didn't rhyme. That's why I think yeah. get it. But uh, I, I loved the SMM gear, which I didn't understand until mm. later in life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well later in life. Like, oh, um, what the but I, I dug their look so much. So I'd, I'd faction with Demolition. We'd bring it to the 21st century, you know, get actual pants would be good. I'd feud against Legion of Doom because, God damn it, Legion of Doom versus Demolition was some of my favorite things I ever saw when I was growing up as a kid. I love them both so much. And, yes, I know that 80% of that was visual because they were the two most visually striking tag teams in the 80s, okay? Yeah, they, they weren't exactly the best wrestlers, but they looked good. They looked great. And that means, unfortunately, I would have to fire the Dudley boys. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a tough blow. Now, what if I what if I replace the Dudley boys with the Steiner brothers? I'd still fire or, them. Or, yeah. no, 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 fabulous, the fabulous Thunderbirds. Or the fabulous Freebirds. Fabulous Freebirds. Fabulous Freebirds. I think I still have to keep my first... Demolition and Legion of Doom literally were my two favorite tag teams. Harlem Heat? Oh, see, you make it hard, man. Or the Heart Foundation? <laughs> see, now, like, okay. When we're I, I can't, I can't change. I mean, I'm going to keep Demolition, yeah. and, and I think I still like the, both of them more than all those other ones. Yeah. All right, what about you? So, I, too, am a huge Legion of Doom and Demolition fan. <laughs> Um, I would faction up though mm -hmm. with the Legion of Doom. Okay, okay. Get yourself some shoulder pads. Be like, yeah, oh, yeah. Be 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 like, be like the Georgia Georgia football Georgia Bulldog football student section. <laughs> yes, exactly. As much as, um, as much as I can bitch and whine because I'm a, I'm a Mizzou guy in Georgia's whatever. I do love that. I wish we would have thought of that first because that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I'm going to feud with the Dudley boys. Ooh. Because the matches would be amazing, I know. The yeah. matches would be It'd insane be so good. in the membrane. So yeah. good. All right. So and unfortunately, I would demolition fire Demolition. getting fired. All right. Well, that's it. That's... It's another variation of the Impossible game, you know? Faction feud or fired. And again, what do you do? Tweet at us. Put in the comments below 
who would who you, you do yeah. for the three Fs of the faction feud or fired of of the, of the tag teams? And if you if you have another one that you think would be a hell of like an impossible one to pick, yeah. you know, like maybe we just do big men, Taker, Giant, Andre the Giant, and Big Show, Big Show. I mean, Big Show get fired. Well, how, well, how, how about if we do we do we, we do female wrestlers? What if we go with Trish Stratish, Lita, and Awesome Kong? Yeah, Awesome Kong get fired out of that. I'm trying to. Th- I, I know uh, for you because you said you that was your wheelhouse. The attitude era. I'm trying to think of another person to throw in there. I mean, Mickey James would get fired. Yeah. Would anybody survive beyond Lita and Trish? <laughs> Out of the out of the attitude era, absolutely not. Like nowadays, though, if you think of anybody in there, but see, that's what we need to think about. I'm trying to stick in like the same generation. I need to mix it up more. I need to be like, it's like, like, all right, who you gonna do? You gonna do Bruno San Martino, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kenny Omega. Oh my god! Bye, Bruno. I'm sorry. I love really, really. Really, oh, the greatest yes. world champion of all time. The man who held the belt for like almost nine years. Yes. Yeah, wow. Bruno, just dog it. I'm, I might fire him too. I don't know. I'm not going to spoil that. <laughs> yeah. but, but you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> let like us know. Gut, gut reaction. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Here's a comment down below or let us know. You know who, who of the ones that we said would you fire? Who would you, who would you feud? Who would ever? And then tweet at us. Give us suggestions. Give us three names. Give us three names. If you give us some names, we'll play this again. If you want to give us names below, you give a comment down below too. But you can tweet at us either way, at Total Spot Fest. Either way, give us a holler. Give us some names. We'll play this and we'll argue over it ad nauseum. So let's do it. This is fun. I like this. Yes, (laughs) this is a good one. All right, we are going to be back on Tuesday. We will give you guys an update next week as we uh, you know, should have our tickets tomorrow for Journey Pro. Yay, Journey Pro. Uh, we'll give you an update coming up here. Uh, we'll get more information probably next week about when we're going to be doing that interview. Um, and then uh, the giveaway is coming soon, so keep an eye out for that. And then we'll be back on Tuesday to talk about AEW's Saturday Night Special, uh, along with everything else kind of going on throughout the wrestling world. So thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. Like I said, uh, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be around here. So uh, give us a comment. Give us a, give us a tweet. Give us a holler. And if you, if you can, like, subscribe. It helps out a lot. We do appreciate it. So, Jamie, why don't you take us home? Well, just like you said, thank you, everybody. It's been fun. But if you're not down Total Spot Fest, I got three words for you. July 30th, baby. Oh, it's going to be so good. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.